Hi, this is Heather. Hey, this is Liz. We did our book club this week uh, for book number one of the Dresden Files series, Stormfront. So let's hit that music. Like I was telling you earlier, it was a, about um, the terminal seat at the Intercontinental Airport. Now, we never mm-hmm. go up the, to this airport, and um, listeners from all across the country are going to experience this because I'm hearing over and over that this same firm that redesigned our airport mm-hmm. uh, is redesigning tons of airports around oh, the thing. Yeah. So, so I go down uh, Terminal C, just like normal. I'm getting expecting, like, stank and whatnot, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, the new side of it... You have your normal, like, leather chairs, and some of them have plugs. Mm-hmm. You know, you're used to that. That is not what you walk into. It feels like you've walked into, like, a Mac store, or, no, the Apple stores. Yeah. Where, except for, and every single chair has a table, and every table has an iPad on it. Well, that's really cool. And you don't have to go beat somebody down to be able to try to get a charger. Yeah, and there's and uh, there's obviously chargers at everything. Um, but, no, they... they the iPads, I don't know what they have on them, but they're just available. Built into the desk? Or well, what? you can pick it up and move it, but it's like, I'm sure it's chained down. Tethered down here. Yeah. But um, it's crazy. And in fact, it kind of reminded me, like, in Minority Report, remember when he went to the mall and it was all, like, trying to be shiny and new and, and it had, like, holograms and light blues. It was, like, whites and blues. It was crazy. Right. So. Oh. <laughs> Producer Craig is doing his producerly duties because the dog sometimes will catch the cord to the recorder on his tail and unplug it. Because <laughs> they got those curly tails. Yep, they do. It's, yeah, we have pugs. Studio dogs are pugs. Yep. So those curly tails are like those canes that you pull people off stage with. Yeah. Well, now <laughs> if I brought Daphne in here, you would not have to worry about the tail knocking it over. It would just be her bulldozer size <laughs> running through trying like to a, feel like she's a tiny dog. Because that's the funny thing about big dogs is they think they're tiny lap dogs. And then my little dog, Lucy, who is just the boss. So <laughs> she's like, I am the boss of you. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Yeah. That's and funny. And she's kind of a bitch, too. Mm-hmm. And she started giving us, like, total grandma bitch face in the last <laughs> couple of months. And especially because what, for whatever reason, that old man that lives in my house, the one I'm not married to, um, he, did, he will vacuum at... Uh, Midnight. He thinks this is just the perfect time to, to start vacuum. vacuuming. Um, and the dogs are usually trying to settle so, down before they have to actually go to bed. Or we're watching a show and he'll come through and vacuum. And Lucy will just give him total bitch face throughout. Like she will follow him with her face and just the eyes. For, I mean, just hilarious. <laughs> so, Oh, that's funny. Well, that's exciting about the well, airport it was, upgrade. There was one other part about the airport upgrade. First of all, um, I walked down in there, and I got there really early because my grandma and my sister were coming in, mm-hmm. and um, we were all flying out together somewhere. So I walked down, and I saw like what you would normally expect to be a Hudson News, but it looks all new and shiny and right, right. Bl- blue and white. And um, They didn't tattoo you on the back of your neck or anything, right? No, but I swear to God, you walked in, and you picked up stuff, and like you scanned it yourself and left. Like, 
and you could scan your boarding pass and get discounts. I was expecting my eyes to get irised and whatnot. Well, they probably they may have. You'd be just yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah, I know. So now was, they've got you on file. They do, and in fact, they wanted you to scan your boarding pass so you could get discounts. But you know what I did get? They had a um, a coffee bar, mm-hmm. and one of the coffees um, was a cold brew on nitro. And so what it was is so it's a cold uh, coffee, obviously, and they pour it like a beer. Mm-hmm. Very good. So you can get scanned and put into the system mm-hmm. and cancer all at the same time. That's Wait, so which gets you the cancer? The well, ni- I would assume the nitro. I don't know. No, it's, 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 just, it's just a foamy. Yeah. So it's just a way to dispense that. <laughs> so it's, 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 I'm sure it's nitrogen. And um, nitrogen is inert. It takes it most of the... Um, it was just, it's just a way to push air out. I don't know for sure, though. We need beer, we, uh, we need beer people to tell us. Yeah, we we know a few beer people. Yeah, I don't know, but I don't know anybody that brews it. I do. Oh, Michelle. Yeah, ask them if they know what the nitro does. I know that I know nitro beers on tap at a bar are awesome. So are we talking liquid nitrogen that's being pumped? Oh no, no, no! I don't think it is. I think it's I think it's a cylinder of air, like whippets. Yeah, I think it does something. I don't know what the hell so it does. So you drink your beer, and now you sound like a munchkin, and you get high? No, because that would be, that would be cool. helium. No, whippets are nitrogen. Are they? I don't know. Anyway, anyway so beer people, please anyway, let me know. Please know. let me know what I ingest when I get my uh, beers on nat- nitro. politely, not in a weird way. Not in yeah, a don't, don't start with the word actually. Actually, though, we're asking, so you can explain <laughs> it. Welcome to explaining. Yes. Uh, speaking of files, because I think you said the word files a few minutes ago. Uh, this is actually our book club episode. Oh, yes. Uh, it's been a couple weeks since we did our last book club, which it's was Felicia Day, mm-hmm. um, who we got to have our picture with at Comic Palooza, and she was absolutely lovely and adorable. And we're totally yep. BFFs now. Yes. She asked us about our podcast. She so did. She knows yes. that we have one. So hopefully... She's listening. Oh, I'm sure she is. Uh, Of course she is. Um, (laughs) We'll be getting our call any day now. Yep. Uh, So we decided to pick a book. Uh, This one may have been your book, but I think it's been on my mind for a while. A lot of people have told me to read this book. I do too. About once a year, because I do that Goodreads challenge every Mm -hmm. year. And towards the end of the year, I start getting a little punchy on new books to read. Yeah. Although now through BookBub, I pretty much just pick up almost anything that's free. For $2.95. I do that No, I go free, free. Oh, really? Um, That looks slightly interesting. I will go ahead and buy and hopefully read. Um, but towards the end of the year, I start like losing steam. So I'm like, hey, what you're reading or what's your favorite book or whatever it is. And this series has come up every single time. Yeah. And so I thought we thought, OK, well, let's go ahead and give it a go. So it's the Dresden Files. By, yeah, the book one. Book one, Storm. Stormfront. Front. Yes. I keep <clears throat> wanting to call it Storm Rising, but Stormfront. Um, by Jim Butcher, yeah, who was also at Comic Palooza, and every time I went to see him, the line was so long I couldn't get there. And you know what I thought was really interesting about this, and I mean they had a lot of literary people on the list this year at Comic Palooza, but I think they really blew their literary budget on Jim Butcher because no, it was he, uh, James, it was uh, Robert Cargill, if anybody. Well, but, well, no, this guy was did like fifteen different panels at Comic Palooza. Oh yeah. Oh, oh, by <laughs> budget, by, but like, budget, they didn't well, pay him any extra. You know what yeah, but what okay. I'm saying is, like, last year when they had the literary track, it was a lot of local artists or local writers. I mean, some that aren't local, but it was a lot more educational. How to get your book published, how to mm-hmm. get an agent, how to rewrite your manuscript, things like that. 
And a lot of this was, how did I, Jim Butcher, become the writer that um, I am? I didn't, like I didn't get that. I, I so. got, because I was, when I was reading them, because there was a whole bunch that I put on the list and every single one of them conflicted with the podcasting one. That is the problem yeah, with the literary group. To any of them. But he was in some that it was, uh, that were, did not feel at all like would be his thing. So I, I felt like he was probably taking it back. Uh, stance to it but um i don't know i thought but, but again, i thought i don't the, know who wrote the who wrote the uh, intros for him either so yeah I, I, none of them sounded like anything i wanted to see other than yeah well that was the, the thing is and, and i actually didn't go to any of them i was considering going to a few of them but because i'm not a writer i was like well what am i gonna do there so i didn't go to any of them see, and as a writer i didn't feel like any of them were i went to, to i went to the writing of star wars uh alan cerny hosted that that was good nice, nice. yeah um, good, good panelists on there. I, mm-hmm. I really enjoyed that. That was like the, make it to a lot of panels and stuff this year. Other than our podcast friends, we spent a lot of time on the floor because we had my niece Maddie with yeah. us, and she, we spent a lot more time interacting with artists mm-hmm. because she is a budding oh, yeah. artist, and uh, everyone was super cool. Looked at her portfolio, or not portfolio, looked at her sketchbook. Um, you know, gave her some tips and pointers on different things that she could do yeah. to improve. But all of them were very nice and very encouraging. Yeah. There wasn't anybody who was like, "Ah, give it up, kid." So, yeah. which is good because I probably would have flown across the table, yeah. punched him in the face. But <sighs> no, nobody said that. <laughs> no, but I, yeah, awesome. but I do. I think I disagree with you on the literature. I think the literature track was on point this year. I think a lot of people were saying how good it was. Maybe and I didn't. I could not find any literary ones that I wanted to go to. There was like maybe two. And both of them conflicted directly with what you and I were doing. Like, yeah, I know so that's like, that was what we, I was the like ones that when I was going to go to. We were scheduled to be recording at the booth, and when we were scheduled to be doing our live podcast, those were the two times. And I was like, Meh. of so, course, yeah, it keeps happening that way. Yeah, well, what are you going to do? Can't do it all. So, so, anyways, we we decided we would go ahead and, and yeah, take a start dive this. in. I was told over and over and over again to read these books. Mm-hmm. I and, have been too. Yeah. And so so I read the first one. You read the first I one. I read the first one. So how do you feel now that you've read them about the recommendations? I question some of my friends' taste in books, personally. <laughs> um, I know when you and I talked about it earlier, you, you enjoyed it, I think, mm-hmm. a little bit more than, than mm-hmm. I did. There were things that I did like about it, and we'll talk about that. And there were things that I've found again questioning why are so many people doing this and i didn't realize the first book was published in like 2000 so it's yeah, like it's a- 17 years old and so it's like oh hmm, okay so it kind of came out like right in the heyday of like when harry potters were being put out mm-hmm. and things like that yeah and this was this one's more grown up um I do think that I don't think that they're life changing books in mm-hmm. any way but i think they're fun they're just like well, I read the first one. I try not to judge most authors, not all of them. If your book really fucking sucks, I'm not reading the second one. However, this one I read all the way through. Like, it wasn't like, oh, fuck this and gave it up. Um, so I will probably read another book. Yeah, to, the just second to give one, them a second. Second one has werewolves in it. Spoilers. <sighs> it's Twilight. Oh, yeah. There, there's no, like, <laughs> uh, star-crossed... Uh, the vampires uh, were in the first book. 
Oh yeah, those are messed up. The vampires, the vampire messed up. The messed up vampires in the first. I think he wrote those really well because you're just, I'm just, just describing it, and you're like repulsed, like oh, yeah, like, and you just totally. I don't know. I thought he wrote but that really well. Let's, let's kind of roll. But what did you think about the recommendations people gave? So again, not life changing. Yeah, I think that a lot of them um, gave me this recommendation because I like sci-fi, and I don't think it's sci-fi. It's not sci-fi. I I think that it is kind of a wish fulfillment book like if you want to be just like this awesome dude that can control control shit with your mind you're gonna you know what i got out of this as i was reading it was much more of the washed up detective pi guy who's barely making it and spends half his money on booze and whatever else uh, but they made him a wizard like yeah. that's that's kind of because he's a professional wizard. He's yeah. listed in the yellow pages because that tells you how old this is. Um, that there were still yellow pages uh, as professional wizard. And I, yes, I and I saw that. I I thought I I agree. You could have taken has, all the magic out and it would have just been well, yeah. Like a, and a but detective ev- everybody's and uh, I'm over the detective trope, right? Yeah. So I'm fine. I thought it was a kind of a fun twist on it, and then it like. It used a lot of, now they could just be pop culture references, but a lot of like this blood magic and stuff that I've heard of. Mm-hmm. And so it was kind of cool that he connected it together. And it, and it seems to have a stability to it. The world didn't just be like, oh, and then by the way, I learned how to transport overnight. <laughs> you know, it wasn't any of that stuff. So I, I thought it was good. It had It was rooted in reality, even though it was mythical. I thought it was fine. I, I don't know. I th- I guess reading it and the first chapter is always when the, you know, the damsel wife comes in begging for detectives help. In this case, she's terrified because he's a wizard. And, you know, not that they know of any other real wizards, but, well, you know, I, wizards I, yeah. are bad and scary. And you don't want him to know your name because apparently this is Rumpelstiltskin. He'll no, no, no like a wizard that a human can know your name. A some a demon or something cannot. Or well, something. no, she, like they didn't want. Like a lot of them wouldn't tell them his name and. Yeah, but no, it was. It, it has to be somebody. And, oh yeah, well that's the. Yeah. Looking at the eye thing, that actually had some valid points to it. But I think that like actual saying his name aloud, it was something that is kept. No, no, not his name. Oh. Her name, like the the woman who oh, came in, yeah. Monica Sells. Or whatever, Monica. I kind of get that. I know somebody that's like afraid of psychics and like they won't like, they won't, if they Wouldn't go with psychic already know your name. I'm not kidding. It was just the weirdest thing. And I never, wa- I never went to a psychic, so I don't know. I've, but I've like, been to one. but he's, he was uh, so scared. He was my, uh, one of my college roommate. Do you think it was the ring? Is that what the, <laughs> I, I, no, this was well before the ring, but so he would, um, he wouldn't go in there with any more money in his pocket than $20 because he's like, they'll know that I'm lying about how much money I have on me. Well, see, the psychic I went to didn't charge any money. Oh, okay. And wouldn't accept money if you tried to give it to him. Now, because he's a Buddhist monk, he actually did have like a prayer room and there's a box in there. If you wanted to leave a donation to the temple, you could do so. But if you tried to actually give the guy any money or hand you a tip, he'd like whack you on the hand with a ruler and say, I don't take your money. Hmm. He's actually really cool. I miss the going to him. Oh, we should go. It'll be fun. Talk about it on the podcast. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll, I'll go to a psychic <laughs> and talk about it on the podcast. Well, the fun thing is I've been to this guy multiple times, but never like in a row uh-huh. and never 
not enough that he's going to recognize me because uh, I'm in there like yeah, once a week yeah. asking for my future. But every time I go, the stuff is the same or things have changed because I got a divorce or, you know, things like that. Oh, I but, see. Okay. But it's very much, you know. All right. It's very interesting. I, I'm kind I'll of, I'm more of a skeptic because it's like. I, oh, I was too. I just went for fun. My aunt drugged me. Yeah. And I just like, whatever. You also had to go at the butt crack of dawn. So. Yeah. See, I would. Now, the only problem I'd have with lying about how much money I had with the psychic is when I'd have to actually open up my wallet and I had more money than I thought and than I said I did. Well, what, again, what do they think is going to happen? The psychic going to then like put a curse on you? They're I don't not, know. They're not witches and gypsies. Jeez. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't ask. I didn't really. I'm like, okay. I don't know. My question is just now because uh, this this particular guy uh, tape recorded all of the sessions so that you could go home and listen to it later, which was cool because he, he he's Thai, very mm-hmm. thick accent, and uh, sometimes hard to understand the first time around. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times you just sit there nodding. Nod, uh-huh. Um because you don't really fully get everything, but he asks you some questions, and you're like, I hope I'm answering the right question. But when you go back and listen to it, it was like, oh, this is cool. But now I'm like, well, with the advent of tape players being gone, I wonder what he's using. I think, I think you still can get a tape player. Well, I know you can, but I don't have a tape player. <gasps> oh, a tape player. Oh, <laughs> like yeah. an actual tape. Oh, yeah, yeah. that would be weird. I don't, yeah, you're I mean, right. He can, you can go buy a tape, and he can record it, but what the fuck am I going to listen to it That's on? That's a good point. That's so. a very good point. Well, I wonder how that works. Maybe he just worked know. on his dialect a little. I don't know. Or maybe he's got some sort of digital recorder. He can put it on a memory stick. I don't know. Okay, I guess he's going to have to start charging it pretty money. Low, it was pretty low tag. Well, you brought the stick. All you have to do is oh, yeah. plug in your, I don't know. Anyway, All right. Totally off subject okay. with this book. But yeah, so, so we're going to go to the psychic in Houston. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Houston psychic. We got, we got a... Um, a podcast. Well, if they if they let us record it, then we could maybe put it on the podcast. Mm. No, I don't think you want to put all of that on there. Because sometimes not. they tell you really personal stuff that well, you're like, oh my god, I, I, you know that I can edit stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you would have to. Because I know I've listened to several people's tapes, and they're like, "Don't you tell anyone." I'm like, I'm not saying a word. I mean, really? Christ, yeah. I don't know. I'm kind of all right. Well, whatever. It's fun. It sounds fun. My the last time I was scheduled to go, my sister and I were going to go, and again, this was a guy you had to get up at like the butt crack of dawn to be in line to even really? get on the sign up list because he was like just that popular. And so we went, and it just happened to be a day that he was closed. Like we had like went, and we didn't realize he was closed on whatever day it was. And um, that's when we went home, and my sister found out she was pregnant with my niece Maddie. So it's been ten years. She Time found she found out during the drive. No, not during the drive when we went home. So. Okay. Anyway. All right. Random. Okay. So that was the last time we went. We haven't been back since. Maddie, Maddie's pretty old now. Maddie's ten. Maddie just turned ten last week. So yeah. Happy birthday, Maddie. Not that so that was almost a, that podcast. was almost eleven years ago. That was. That was. Anyway, okay. So the you know the story um, the story that uh, he wrote it wasn't a a very oh what's the word it wasn't a very tangled tale it was very kind of straightforward did you how how long in the book did it take you to figure out who the real big bad was well to tell you the truth i listened to this right before i go to bed mm-hmm. and so then i set my things for every 15 minutes yeah. you know and set a 15 minute thing and so i repeated a lot of stuff over and over again and mm-hmm. there's a lot of stuff that i don't remember at all yeah. and at the end i was like wait who's this guy <laughs> 
Okay. So, so I, I had to go back and like listen to parts again. Yeah. But um, so I don't know. I wasn't following it so well that I figured it out before he ever left his office uh-huh. in the first chapter. Oh yeah, because um, he went the, to the, he went to the crime scene. Yeah, but I figured it out before that. Even the even before I knew there was another crime, like it just kind of clicked immediately. Oh really? As to what it was, because I thought it was just a way to direct a a line. But I also read a lot of these kind of things. So I start to, I guess, maybe learn to look for Uh those things coming in. I don't know. Yeah, there were some interesting characters. I'll tell you, one of my favorite characters was um, the uh, Bob, the spirit. Oh, yeah, the little uh, fairy. No, 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 not the fairy. The one that lives in the skull in his basement. Yeah, he's, he's kind of a... He's just a Fairy disembodied spirit, spirit, spirit is, yeah. and then can like he's like he ha- in the skull. He's like Wikipedia for like all things uh, wizardry. Wizardry, yeah. So that he seems kind of handy. Well, he's really old too. So yeah, been hundreds really of years time. or thousands of years or something, yeah. and like and sometimes he knew all the potions and, and so to- somehow, he, um, you know, Harry Dresden got him in his. Um, well, Harry, let's let's start over. Harry Dresden is a wizard. But he's kind of a shit wizard. He's I don't not, know. They don't they, know. they make him sound like he's really good. <laughs> he doesn't seem to be. Or well, he's not he's, very good at making maybe money. He's That's too sure. drunk to figure out. I what's didn't. Happening. He didn't even have. He didn't seem to be drunk either. Where he are you getting the drunk? I mean, drunk I I was really tired when I was listening to it. But like, I only seen in a drinking actually was in the next book, and you didn't read that. I read that. Yeah. yeah. And well, he didn't anyway. even drink. He was actually just eating a hamburger just, at a bar. Like, rumpled and exhausted. And I just assume he's drinking. Well, because he, what else is he spending his rent money the on? Audio, the audio book is narrated by um, James Marsters, uh, who's what, Spike? Isn't that Spike? Marsden. No. Uh, okay. No, then it's, then it's James Marsters. Never mind. James Marsden is Spike. Okay. It, never mind. It wasn't James guy. Martin. Anyway, whoever's <laughs> doing it, he breathes. Like, don't breathe in your audio book. <sighs> I know. It's just like, don't do that. All that we lost all our podcast <laughs> listeners because I was just like, he would go, I have heard way worse. He would like <laughs> this exasperated sigh to try and get his point across. And, be like, <sighs> and I'm like, don't do that. I don't want to hear you breathing. Yeah, it like, like a perv. It does. It was very pervy and odd, but that was only when he was exasperated. But I, I didn't get, I didn't get drunk. I didn't get, yeah. I got, I got, I huh. read it. So I, I, maybe I'm just inferring it. I wasn't listening to yeah. somebody's interpretation. Well, I'll reading, tell you so. the interpretation was, is really a slow read. Mm-hmm. Um, it was very, um, I don't know how to describe it. You're going to speed him up. Like Will almost. Wheaton. Yeah. Yeah. Will we, he wasn't as slow as Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton, you put it at 1.5 like and, Wheaton. and it's like, perfect level you know some of these other ones that speak slow if you put it to like 1.25 or 1.5 it has it gets a little chipmunky i still think not will wait and sounds exactly like that's how we should have recorded the it. the guy who does all of the star wars audiobooks he is amazing. oh he's amazing what is, is his name mark something remember, it's mark something he's fucking amazing yeah every book he does it's like he can bring on a whole new character like everything I know. And then when and he you does don't, it, you don't get confused. Like yeah. who's talking, you know what I mean? Like a lot of these, when they're, they're trying to do another voice or they don't even bother. And then you're just trying to figure out who said what this guy's amazing. Yeah. So. And he, when he does, um, he does full on, um, we're really going off topic here. It's our book club. Uh, yeah. So he does full on impersonations of the actors playing the thing. Yep. So he sounds just like when he's doing the young Ewan McGregor, he sounds like, you know, mm-hmm. young Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yep. And, um, uh, 
Samuel Jackson. He sounds like Mace Windu. You yep. know, he's, I mean, he is awesome. Ventress, he got even Ventress. Ventress was awesome. Like, how do you do crazy. that? Yeah. So. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. They even do sound effects. So, like, too, yeah, when they, they walk, they they walk into the cantina effects. and they make all the cantina <laughs> noise. And, yep. oh, yeah, the doors and the yeah, lightsabers. And the lightsabers. And- yeah. Grievous arms rotating, yeah, yeah. whatever you're listening to. Yeah, so, all right, so there we go. We just kind of, so this was. we've switched. Now it's our Star Wars fan yeah, club. Yeah, this, this, uh, this uh, audiobook was not as good as that. I did enjoy <laughs> the story. I don't feel this story had an overlying message that you take home at the end of the day. It's just, it's fluff. It's like when I used to watch, you know, like uh, the Vampire Diaries. I didn't do it for any reason no, other no, than just to watch and it. And I get that. And that's fine. It's This is not a series I think I'm going to pick up and become addicted to. Like there are much better mystery and fantasy books out there for me to do that with. I don't even think, it just doesn't feel like a mystery or fantasy book, even though it has both mystery and fantasy in it. Well, it's not police procedural, I'll tell you that. I don't know. I don't know how to define it because it's, I just read an amazing police procedural book based out of Canada that I got for free on BookBub, and now I can't remember the name of it. Uh, One More Kill, something like that, um, by a guy named Alex McLean. Now, mm-hmm. that book was fucking amazing, and it was actually very procedural and very good storytelling wise. Hmm. Oh. So I well, was impressed. I mean, I think that I think Jim Butcher did a good job. So I'm, I'm not, I, I enjoyed the books. I'll probably read them. They're, they're short little eight hour audio books. So what does that make it like a 200 page novel? Yeah. If even, yeah, just, I mean, just short little books. Yeah, It was a quick read, but it wasn't know, for me. It did. It just didn't grab me. And that's, the hallmark of a really good, enjoyable book for me is that, it, and a lot of books are like slow at the beginning and then at the end they grab you and they start rolling. This one, I was still like, okay, let's just, yeah, you know, we're almost at the end. How many more pages? You know, know, I thought there was a lot of, I mean, he was just, he's trying to be a cool wizard, you know, and I, and I get that. But he's also deathly afraid of the White Council. Yeah. Well, apparently they can get you. They're just like the ones in Twilight. What are the Twilight ones that get you? Voltori. Yeah. They're like the Voltori, it sounds like. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then, and then they got in my imagination, good looking hunters to go and say, Hey, you broke the law. Oh, Morgan. Yeah. But Morgan's a tool. I know he is a tool, but I picture him as just being like, just this good looking, maybe rock the Dwayne Johnson. I saw Dwayne, the rock Johnson, but I saw him maybe if he were a giant nerd. So I didn't see giant nerd. I saw he's like an enforcer, but he's also like the poindexter (gasps) of the rules. Who, you know what? Also, um, or maybe uh, Idris Elba's character in uh, Thor. The protect, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So maybe, because maybe it's because of the giant knife. It probably, yeah, yeah, that's probably what it is. Big difference. Anyway, so I consider yes, I didn't like the his character was always assuming that he had done things wrong, mm-hmm. and it sounds like because of fishy things that's happened around him. And this this appears to be what's going to be an ongoing theme is that he's always constantly always having to defend e- yeah. either the police think that he's a suspect or the white council well, thinks he's a suspect. when you're the only professional wizard in town and you're the only person who could possibly, from a distance, rip two people's hearts out while they're fucking, then, you yeah. know. Because... <laughs> That's yeah, what, another thing is, this seems like it'd be a kids movie. Spoilers, but it was not <laughs> it, like our kids you, movie, a kids TV a kids show. Book. And you know what's sad is that apparently they Dresden Files made a, a pilot. I don't know. Down what, sci-fi. I yeah, saw that. and it's um 
had um I haven't but, seen it. But. Yeah, I haven't seen it either. I want to watch it, but I don't know if if it just was one episode or what. I don't know. Um but it's definitely not on anymore and the guy the Harry Dresden is played by um uh detective uh Lance on the arrow. Really? Yeah. I love him. I do too. I saw Harry Dresden as Jim Butcher the whole time I was reading. Well, until you see, you it's, it's like you see Jim Butcher now, he has his head shaved. Oh, well, I, I picture with the long hair. Yeah, the long hair, his, like his bio photo yes, yes. is like this long hair. And you know That's that, 100% what I saw. Harry Blackstone Copperfield Dresden looking like. Yeah, so I, when I saw the picture of, uh, you know, Lance, or yeah. Detective Lance, yeah. I was... Uh, I was like, that's who I'm going to picture. And so when I picture him now, except oh, for his hair is not as long, but you know, know, you know, so I, but picture him in the thing, but I can't this is another thing. Lance and there's hair. a lot of wish fulfillment. I feel for the author because he seems to have, um, he describes a lot of uh, ladies that are attracted to him. And in real life, <laughs> the percentage of women that are going to be attracted to you, are not going to be as high as, high as as every single one of them that's female this that may, runs across this may you. This be a male thing, though. Yeah, because, because that's why I, if women aren't interested, they're lesbians. That type right. of thing. Well, exactly. And I think I think it's very opposite for a lot of. I'm not going to say all women because there are definitely women who are totally full of themselves and think every guy is hitting on them. I wouldn't know if a guy was hitting on me. If he, I mean, I had a guy come up and lick my face one time, and I still just went, "Ew!" But are you sure? Are you sure he was not a dog? Um, well, he's a I, drug I, addict. Does that count? <laughs> but like a clean one that a friend knew, not you know, not like a hobo off the street. Uh, though I did get some guy to try to pick me up outside of the building I worked at downtown one time, and that was weird. But I think he was just after a job, so that does that. But again, I, I don't know. How I don't know. To, so, you know, I, okay, I'm going to go off topic here. So we went to <laughs> just now. We, yes, I was me and me and uh, producer Craig went to coffee the other morning in Montrose at this coffee shop business meeting. Yeah, it was a business meeting. <laughs> anyway, so um, this lady at the cash, we have this, it's really small in there. And so you can only we had to sit right next to the cash register. And this lady went in and she hit on the cash register attendant, okay, who was a lady as well. And we were in, we were in Montrose. Is that one on Westheimer? Uh, it is, yeah, I think so. Across it's, from the where the kid got killed on the bike? Uh, I don't know. It's, uh, it's called Black uh, Axe or something. Some kind of tool. It's right across from Hay Merchant. <laughs> It's kind of tool. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's like, you know, I, anyway, so we were there and, and she did an excellent job of, um, she did an excellent job of hitting on this, uh, barista because oh. I was saying to, it was like, that's what, that's how someone should hit on a woman, give them the ability to back away. Right. Because in general, when a man hits on a woman, there's like three things that are running through the woman's head if they're not interested mm -hmm. one is this guy going to kill me if i say no right and it's you know i know that people think ha ha, ha i never do that no, no, no. and and we understand but we don't know you right and that's a very common concern yeah because uh Guys can get crazy, yo. You, you know, it's same. You know, women well, can too. Kill you or rape you? Yeah, that's another major concern. Exactly. That, you know, you know, or is this the type of person that's going to make a scene if I say no? Mm -hmm. And then if you smile and kind of say, you know, um, 
how do you kind of smile and say, no, that doesn't defeat them and get them very right. upset. Right. And so this is how people get friend zoned, by the way, because you're only, you're allowed to be a slut or you're allowed to be a tease. And that's not the only thing that we're allowed to be put into apparently. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So she said, something. we can just not be interested in you at all. So yeah, because you're skeezy. So this, so this lady, uh, so she was. I was trying to describe to Craig that she did a very good job of hitting on her because mm-hmm. what she said was she would like to order a donut because it was a coffee shop and they had donuts. Mm-hmm. And then she said, "And if you would like, I will share it with you." Aww. And so I felt she could say, "Oh no, thanks. I've no had thanks. enough." You know what I'm I mean? Good. So something, yeah. but also, you know, obviously it is an attempt to get to know her more because and this is what craig why craig didn't even realize he was picking up on her she's a barista she has access to all the fucking donuts she she wants all the donuts so that was the i'm going to you know offer some you know and that was and then she said oh you know i i have enough donuts but i have some other things you can try so it actually opened up another dialogue back but she could have that that gave her an ability to back off you could easily say something not right you know it was not uh, it didn't feel threatening. It felt like I want to get to, and then there was, you know, there's back and Banter, forth and then yeah. like, Oh, I'm, I'm Helen, you know, hi. And then yeah. it was adorable. That's, cute. you know, I love that. So, but that's how you do it. That's how you hit on somebody. Cause obviously, you know, just, just saying something that they you would like to get to know them more is the best way to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, sending them a dick pic. Not, not so much. So much. No. So, you know, I think, Maybe we should put out a call for all the dick pics that get sent. Because actually, I was seeing in our Lady Pod Squad group mm-hmm. that apparently they're getting a lot of dick pics. And yeah. I don't think we've gotten any. No dick and pics. And I'm fine t- with not getting them. But I can't. I, now, I don't get them personally to me. What usually happens is I'm going through the Twitter feed looking at a hashtag and ah, dick yeah, pic with the oh. hashtag. Well, that's the worst. It's that or, you know, ass cheeks or tits right in your face kind of thing. Like that's the that's the problem with scrolling mm-hmm. Twitter too, you know, too late at night for sure. Yep. But um, you know, I just think that's so funny because I remember when I was doing online dating and I was meeting people and this was before Tinder. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this it wasn't quite as prevalent. But every once in a while, you know, all of a sudden, here's a picture of my cock and you're like, why? <laughs> well, well, okay. <laughs> and especially if they're not that impressive. Anyway, yeah, exactly. You're like, whoa. I can see. Pass. It's I, a hard pass. Like, I can see you're proud of it. Yeah. Good for you. Good for Good you. Good for you and being <laughs> proud of that. You know, uh, I'm glad that you've empowered that penis because it really isn't otherwise. You know what? You yeah. should love it. We're not going to body shame okay. No, here. exactly. But. I don't need it popping up in my uh, my camera roll somehow yeah. for my my niece to fi- run across. Because uh, honestly, okay, so it's obviously more obscene than this, but this is like you just meeting someone and sending them a picture of yourself framed. Like on that, okay. The reason why I say that is because I've know some people that have sent me pictures of themselves framed, <laughs> and this is not people I've been dating. But it's like just this weird thing. It's like, so am I supposed to put this on the fucking wall? What do yeah, you want me to yeah. do with it? This is the my yeah. wall of friendship. Exactly. You know what that reminds me of? Though it's it just it's just you're intruding is, into their personal this is terrible, level. Though yeah. it reminds me of like the death wall at the police station, like all the fallen Aww. officer. I'm not kidding because I worked in one. <laughs> so when I see too many single photos on a single wall oh, it's kind of a ugh. that's that's sad plus i've been watching a lot of flash lately and uh, they always show that picture of eddie up on the wall so. oh yeah eddie right. yeah. Mm. Wah, wah. i liked eddie cute. Yeah. yeah he was cute too yeah 
He was just an. Episode have you seen? Have you seen the, the thing that like? Why don't you just get a vasectomy? He's like, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> no, that wasn't but an no, episode, but be, it was a like a cartoon. That would have been very, very smart. <laughs> so. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> well, chances are, yeah, bad bad speedster wasn't going to let him out to go get his nuts clipped. So <laughs> it was probably the safest. thing I know, at the time. but it but was it was it was still. I it's, it was it's very funny. it was just a funny cartoon I saw sometime awesome. after it. Anyway. Hmm. Maybe we'll do this on a different episode. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. Um, so back to the book. Okay. So I also... Um, Did you get the thing that like he's totally into Karen Murphy? Uh, yeah, I got that. Yeah. yeah. And she's totally into him, but she's also a strong female woman who doesn't need to take no shit from no man. Yeah, I get that. So, so, so it's probably over the course of the next, like, however many books he has, mm-hmm. it's going to be the in and off. The, 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 yeah. it's no, I think it's going to be like, remember the Cutting Edge that movie in the nineties, right. Topic, Topic, yes, there you go. <laughs> uh, it's going to be him breaking through her icy cold exterior to, to show yeah. this and allow her to love. It's going to be some bullshit like he that. He did almost get her killed by a giant scorpion in this book, so. Yeah. No, he tried to warn her. It's mm. her damn fault for going into his, getting into stuff. Well, she's a cop. That's her job. <laughs> Should have had that shit locked down. <laughs> I know. If you're it's like have a giant so, dead scorpion so, talisman. You should probably keep it locked up. Yeah. Also, if the um, if the Winchester brothers can just ride a little star underneath their trunk and nobody can break in, you might want to be considering putting that shit on well, your like drawer to keep the demons out. I know, but it also makes it so people don't break in it. Like it's like an in, they can't get in or something. I demons don't know. can't. Oh, because it's a it's a devil's trap. So yeah, it's for demons. They also have it tattooed on themselves. Do you notice that? So do I. Nice. It, that was actually a coincidence. <laughs> they have that. Uh, they have the devil's trap yeah. uh, tattooed on themselves, so they could not be. Uh, uh, possessed possessed and yet Although, they are constantly fucking possessed so well i saw yeah sam was just possessed by an angel i guess that if it's a demon's trap an angel can possess you oh, is he still but i'll there? tell you totally hot while he's being possessed by an angel because you know why he's not stupid anymore yeah yeah he's not a whiny bitch anymore. Well, that's what i meant yeah. that's what i meant i, think I mean i love a- sam i think he's a sweet character but He's a bit of a whiny bitch. Yeah. So I yeah. love Dean. I'm, yeah. I'm he would have made an excellent lawyer, though. Yeah. <laughs> and May still. You don't know. Yeah, you know, we don't know. We don't know. We just heard that I w- season 14 is going to be their last. Yeah. So. We, we were, I was watching that He's episode where they, they were reading the fine print for Crawley's. And I kept going, <laughs> why isn't Sam reading this? Sam went to law school. <laughs> well, he did drop out. So. Yeah, yeah. But still, way more than Dean went to law school. <laughs> I love that Dean's like a closet geek. Like, yeah, he loves, oh, like, Lord of the Rings. That LARPing episode. We even oh, talked about that pretty recently. Best. But we did. Okay. Because I love Charlie. We love Charlie. Yeah. So let's talk about more of our favorite characters in the Dresden Files or our least favorite characters. Okay. So, first, Harry Dresden. I liked him. He gets a solid eight for me out of 10. Yeah. Especially if you consider him as Captain Lance. I don't know. He's, he's, uh, I mean, he's the main character. So you're supposed to like him. I just didn't. I just wasn't that enthralled by him. Um, I wonder, I, I, I kind of feel bad saying it. I, do, I get the feeling 
that, by the way, Jim Butcher's never going to come on our podcast after hearing this. <laughs> Do you think he was going to to begin with? No, no, but he goes everywhere. He's everywhere all the time. He's going to be in Salt Lake when I'm up there. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'll go say hi to him and tell him I trashed his uh, <laughs> book club or a thing. You can blame me. Yeah. But I, I get the, I don't know how much he really likes the supernatural or. Well, he doesn't. He didn't like all of his other stuff is different fantasy. Like yeah. it's medieval fantasy. I yeah. think So, and so I know, I wonder if it's just like, this is the thing that's going on right now. And that's what I'm going to put out. Well, this there. is what I'm saying. Like this, this kind of came out right in the midst of the Harry Potter, the wizardry. I think Twilight was coming out, like all of these different young adult books, because I kind of thought this was going to be a, a YA book. Like, Oh, I, th- I thought for sure it was I, until I read it. I'm like, that's a lot of sex in the first there chapter. There's a lot of sex in the first chapter. And I was so. like, oh, well, maybe this isn't for kids. You know, I th- the people that were. I mean, they're not terribly descriptive about the actual. Well, no, but there was a lot of sexing. Yeah, but, but there was a lot of description about the position in which you were in before you had your heart torn out. Well, I think that's important in that kind of case. But I, I don't think it was. I. Anyway, who cares? Uh, I just, I don't know how much of it is. This is what everybody's listening to now. Yeah. So this is what we should do. Yeah. And, but at the same time, I feel, and I'm going to get mansplained by all the wizards out there. My apologies. That it felt like. If we get mansplained by a wizard. It'll be I've awesome. so many things to say. So like, I've got more things to ask. Hold on. Right. <laughs> um, is that uh, I felt it was fairly like accurate from like real readings, like real research. You know, the, some of the stuff. From stu- all the real wizards out there? No, like all of the like lore and stuff like right. that. You know, the blood magic, the fairies and the whatever. I don't know what the never never is, but that's also in. The never never's pretty. Have you heard that before? I have. I See, have. I, 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 I. Or something similarly enough. Yeah. Like you understand that there's a magical realm and then there's the real world. Okay. Okay. So yeah, I guess so. So It's almost like the magic magic tavern podcast, right? Like he goes into Uh the land of Uh Foon instead of on his normal world of earth. He's not like gone to another planet. He's just in a different different realm realm that has a conduit to the bird king. It's like the Dungeons and Dragons TV show when we were kids, the animated one. They go on a roller coaster and all of a sudden they're stuck in the world of D&D. So. Yeah. Okay. So I, I, I felt that, you know, even if he, he was just placating to an audience, he did a lot of research and, and came up with something that was really entertaining um, for me. I, I, I was entertained by it. I was, I was like, I, you know, like I said, I fully had this figured out that the Victor Sells character was clearly much more than just some amateur magician gone wrong, especially when the very next thing that's happened is two people's hearts have been exploded and only a very powerful wizard could do this. And it wasn't Harry because he was, you know, passed out on the floor of the, the wizard bar. I, I did, there was nothing about him being a drunk at all in any of these. It was implied. It, I don't think it was. I think it was. Now, though, be, picturing Corporal Lance or Captain Lance or Detective he's Lance, he's a drunk. So Most PIs in these type of books are, on, you know, halfway to Skid Row. They work in a dirty office with the name on the, the glass door, and that always gets shattered because trope. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like, just, you know, that's just, I don't know. I, I, 
I did not get that. I, I, I mean, I, I understand mystery novels. Yeah. I read a lot of uh, like. I've well, now you're everyone. blending them together. It sounds no, like. No, 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 I'm not. I'm not at all. <laughs> well, she, there was like there was no alcohol, like even there referenced are, in these. There are much, much better mystery novels that have supernatural or fantasy things involved with. Oh yeah, I, so. I believe there are better ones out there. I just liked like it. I read I've, I've read every book that Tony Hillerman ever wrote. He writes Navajo tribal police mysteries mm-hmm. and they always have some realm of magic in them because of the Native American mm-hmm. aspect and the spirits and you know the whoever and the whatever and the Anasazis over here and the these over there and the blah 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 blah. blah, blah. So those are much better written, <laughs> yeah. I will just say. And they are much more, and, and I don't figure it out three pages in. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I like. I don't like it when the book is way too predictable for me as to what's going to happen. So, yeah, I don't know. I didn't hate the book. And I will read the second book to give him a chance, if that makes well, sense. Well, I mean, it, it, it wasn't, you know, the second book, you figure out who it is pretty quick, too, but it's not... I mean, it's good, though. I mean, I liked it. Yeah. I mean, I don't like werewolves as much as I like vampires. But, man, this dude, how he wrote vampires. But that vampire is fucking crazy. It was awesome. Like, it was just nice and gross. It was, like, an appropriate... Well, if you, va- haven't, if you haven't read this book yet, which you apparently probably have, because everybody's read it, apparently. telling me to read these yeah. damn books. It's kind of like when everybody said, hey, read American Gods. It's the book you've got to read. And we read it. We we're like, holy fuck, who are you people? I know. Because and then, and then, and, and nobody that actually read it listened to our book club because everybody <laughs> that we hear about read it is like, I've never heard, read it, but man, that's messed up. You know, mm-hmm. like, uh, so, yeah. but yeah, so anyways, this, uh, the vampire, vampirus, vampirus. Yeah. She's like a bat. She's, well, she turns into a bat, but she's I, like, she's but like, not like a pretty bat. No, like a scary, horrifying jump over and eat your face. Like, you know, she reminds me of the gold bat, whatever it is mm-hmm. from Pokemon. Mm-hmm. That's what I pictured. Oh, I picture. Except darker and more terrifying. Okay. Black Sphinx cat. That's what I pictured with her, except for full size. Bat? Have you ever seen a sphinx cat? No. It's a hairless cat. Well, I've seen that, but that's, that's not what a bat. I know, but that's what they look like. The black ones, they look like bats, like fruit bats, no. but big. I've never seen a black one. Oh, they're pretty. I mean, if you like wrinkly things like that look like hairless. aliens. I don't like the hairless cats. They creep me the fuck out. I know. I think they I want like, I, I like want walking one, penises. I want one just one because they creep everybody out. They, wa- and I'm they gonna look s- like a walking penis. And I'm going to say it's an alien. Really creepy. And so. people will believe me. They will. Yeah. Also, you don't leave the house with your her weird hairless cat, so it would only be like the five of us who come over and hang out with you. So. And then this weird cat comes out every <laughs> once in a while. Be like, uh... Yeah, okay. I, need, I need to get one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I keep sending my sister pictures of them, and she's like, gross. And I'm like, that could be your niece or nephew you're talking about. <laughs> Yeah, these are very different pictures than the animal pictures that that uh, Paul sends to me. Yeah. So do you, do you um, I don't know if anybody remembers that we paste, posted on our Facebook or Twitter thing, the the um, bat, the little baby bat that's licking um, fruit and it's like oh, sticking yeah. its long tongue oh, out, you know, and then then they superimposed Batman eating that way. <laughs> It was hilarious. But wasn't it also like Alfred's thumb or something? Yeah, yeah, that's creepy. how it was eaten. It was eaten from Alfred's. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All <laughs> so right. we went on thing. All right. So Monica Sales is the is the um 
the wife. And she basically set him up, though. She knew it was her husband doing the whole thing the whole time, right? Well, of course she did. That's how she got him to... Uh, or, I mean, that's how she got all the stuff. And mm-hmm. she knew because they were having the orgies in the house. Yeah. And she was trying to... Get him to stop. Yeah. So there's that. Um, Lieutenant Karen Murphy, Director of Special Investigations for the Chicago PD. And then her detective partner was Ron Carmichael. Everybody has very interesting names. Okay, so um, uh, they had some other people in here, but they're too small. Um, Johnny Marcone. Marconi, Marconi, yeah, the Lord of the Chicago Underworld. I'm glad they gave him Lord status. <laughs> so I'm sure he was knighted by somebody for that. Yeah, and then Mac is the owner and operator of McAnally's Tavern. That's I why think you he think he was my favorite character. That's why you think he's a drunk is because he's always there. He can't afford any beer. So <laughs> let's see. Also, Susan Rodriguez is Dresden's love interest. She's a reporter at the Midwestern Arcane. Mm-hmm. Now, toot toot, that's the fairy. Yes, a dewdrop fairy, and then Warden Donald Morgan is the law enforcement warden for the White Council. He's who I picture as Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yeah, he's the jerk that keeps following him around, threatening to smite him. Yes. Oh, the cat, Mister. Oh yeah, yeah. thirty pound house cat. That's I've close. Seen, I've seen those. Yeah, because Hamlet George uh, was maybe what uh, twenty eight inches long. He was a big long cat. But I don't he, remember him being that heavy, though. Yeah, he wasn't that heavy. He was yeah. half that weight. Well, you know, he weighed, I think he weighed 20 pounds. So well, if you add... Bigger than Lucy. Yeah, so if you added another 10 pounds to him, he might get close to the size of Mr. But I'm picturing Mr. as a long hair. Yeah, I had a friend who had a long hair fat cat, and that thing was a, at least 30 pounds. Yeah. It was big. So Bob is the intel- intelligent air spirit that yeah. lives in Dresden's, and that was kind of a fun little... Bob got the 24-hour pass to go out and cause mischief. I know, he I never heard what he did with it either. Like, they didn't yeah. explain. They didn't ask. <laughs> it's a yeah. don't ask, don't tell policy. Yeah. And then, um, I think that's it. That's that's all that matters. Uh, Victor, the Oh, sh- the girl, the chauffeur girl, because she got her heart blown out too. Yeah, that sucks. But that was the other girl's sister, wasn't yeah. it? Or was yeah. the first tour the other girl's sister? I no, somebody, uh, Jenny, Jenny was the uh, Monica Sells sister and an employee of the Velvet Room. I so, don't, but she wasn't the one, the second one. I, I can't remember which one she was. Because she agreed to go out on a date with him because she had information. Oh, yeah. And then and she, she never, because Susan showed up and, and they got chased by oh. the, the frog guy. Speaking the of frog s- demon. Yes. Oh, the frog demon's awesome. The frog demon might have also been a favorite character. <laughs> yeah, I like the frog demon. I'm like just picturing just this little frog. Actually, you know what? With I the trench coat. Does it? Do you picture a trench coat on him? Because no, I pictured a trench I, coat on him. <laughs> I, I actually pictured him as the little wizard guy from like Masters of the Universe. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's uh-huh. kind of, that's yeah. Kind yeah. Of the I see that. Shape and size and outfit. Of I, was, what I was I was imagining. picturing like Peppy the Frog, you know, that he, this one's not racist. He kills everybody and dis- discriminately, mm-hmm. but wears it, but wearing a, wearing a little trench coat. Who's Pepe the Frog. The little racist frog. He's not racist. He was just, he's a meme. He's an internet meme. And all the racists decided that he was going to be their internet meme. And so now nobody can use Pepe the Frog anymore or they're assumed to be racist. I didn't even know Pepe the Frog was a thing. We have a pet toad. His name is What Sprocket. If you put, (laughs) if you put, if you put, so take your toad, put him atop a trench coat, like a, um, you know the like a, a tiny trench coat no no full size i oh. want him to be like as tall as the lady in poltergeist mm-hmm. frog head mm-hmm. 
and um, uh, the ca- the khaki trench coat all the way down. That's that's what I picture. So it's like if Castiel turned into an old lady. Yes, frog. yes, okay. yes. But like shrunk down and yeah, Castiel's outfit. The- so okay. like at the end of Big, when Tom Hanks shrinks from the kid, and he's still got the long trench coat. I, I feel I felt like that this this demon had his coat we tailored to fit. Totally do Big a classic movie review on Big. I picked it. I have a different one that I like better. We'll do both. Okay, we'll do a, we'll do a uh, what do they call them on Matinee Heroes? The double feature. Double feature. Yeah. Yep. All right. So, oh, by the way, if y'all aren't listening to Matinee Heroes. Yeah, you're yeah. missing out. I was on it. Too. I was on yeah. it for an episode. Um, I the uh, what episode was I on? Mad Max Fury Road. Mad Max Fury Road. Yep. yep. You should check that out. Yeah, that's so. a good one. Yeah. So, <laughs> all right. Anyway, go back into the show. We, I wanted to talk about uh, Victor the Shadow Man sells. He's the bad guy. Yeah, he's like he's like the accountant that that finds a book on magic and just decides that he's going to take revenge out on the world. And becomes a total flaming douchebag, but he doesn't full on really know what he's doing. Yes, because and that's apparently kind of why he sets his whole house on fire. Yeah, and so summoning demons, apparently, how cute in a trench coat they are, mm-hmm. is very bad idea. Well, it is because the demon is uh, fickle. Yeah. Well, they they if don't. Its alliance can be changed, which doesn't take much. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All you have to know They'll is its right name. You. you just have to be like, "Hey, Bob," and then hey, it's rumpled stilt skin. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, so uh, though a uh, big major premise of the movie or the movie of uh, the books was um, this third eye, which is a drug, mm-hmm. and it's a drug that uses supernatural thing and actually can give people the sight. the sight. And so people actually get addicted to it, and it also makes them crazy, right? Because they can see who you are underneath if you are in fact bad. No, well, no, or, no, no. It predicts the future. Well, no, but he could also see that Harry was a wizard because he could see what he looked like under the human guys. I, I didn't get that impression, but I'm well, they, sure I must have missed it. Said it yeah. in the book. So, so when he goes to the pa- the police station. He goes up the stairs, and they've got that guy who's on. Well, third I know, eye, but I thought that it was because he out. saw him become a wizard later, like do something wizardy later in his head because it's going to happen in the future. No, he said, he's, "I see who you are, wizard. I see you." Yeah. So. yeah. Well, so they all go crazy on this third eye, which I guess you know if it does help you out in life. But how he opened the third eye is how he saw Batgirl, the vampire. Oh yeah, he opened that and she turned into creepy bat because that's what it does. Well, it no, no, you. no. He the the making eye contact with the wizard is something different than the third eye drug. No, I know that. Okay, she didn't make eye contact with him though. That's not what happened. Oh, he I thought opened he... his eye. He did it twice in the book. He did it once then, and he did it once outside of Victor Sell's house to see what was lurking. So that mm-hmm. wasn't a. Oh yeah, thing. yeah. Maybe I forgot. That was yeah, to I see remember that. Other supernatural stuff that's hanging about mm-hmm. which ought not be yeah but anyway but, but this is, but, but but the third eye is a drug yeah and we're not referring to the third eye that dresden uses that's the site yeah and so the third is a drug it can be made apparently using chemicals and a wizard having orgies and da third eye and then you sell it and you make a lot of money yeah. and because people get addicted to it because they like to look into the future and then they keep taking it to make it's like f- Damien Dark. Yeah, I didn't picture Damien Dark. I, I didn't picture da- Damien Dark. I but yeah, like a knockoff, yeah, generic, like version. a low rent Damien Dark. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like the guy who would come after that, saying, yeah. "Oh, I can do this because I read about it on the news," and mm-hmm. dabbling in things they do not understand, yep. which I and believe is what happened with this guy. 
Yeah, I think so too. But then he became crazy and abusive. So yeah, he's crazy. Nobody likes that. Yeah. So, so that's why his wife ratted him out. That kind of. It, so also that though, his wife uh, also basically set up Dresden to get killed too yeah, because she, she knew perfectly well that when he found out it was going yeah, after him, yeah. he'd get killed too. So she's a bitch. Joe, she is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and she never paid him for his hard work. There really aren't a lot of redeemable characters in this book. No, no, the Murphy. Well, she's kind of a bitch too. Yeah, but she's you got a big old chip on her shoulder. I know, but if you're working, if you're a detective, I think you have to. Yeah. You know, you can't put up. I, li- with I mean, I like her. She's. I, I liked but, her. I liked her. But again, the rest of the characters in the book are kind of either meh or they're completely deplorable. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Max, so this Max is a okay. great book. You should go read it. Yeah, I liked it. I mean, it's still, it's not, I mean, some I of the, just, I'm still just some of the best away. books, uh, some of the best entertainment is for all deplorable people. Well, I, I get that. I'm just saying, I'm just blown away by at least a dozen of my, what I consider to be well-read and highly intelligent friends have said, you have got to read this book. You've got to read this series. And I'm like, okay. Hmm. Yeah, it's well. I don't think that anybody is um, claiming it's great literature, but it's, no, it is great. Did. I think it's good entertainment. <laughs> Several well, of them did. I'm like, well, eh. that's that's on them. Yeah, but um, you know, but this is entertainment. It's like dumb fun. It's like watching rom coms, and you know, you know, yeah, dumb. Yeah, I don't know. So I guess. I yeah. think I think you should read it. I think that it's be fun. Don't expect your life to be changed, no. and it's not a Harry Potter, no. but it's it's a fun book. It's uh, you can sit at the beach and read it. <laughs> this is what happens when somebody like Lupin can't get a job ten years after Hogwarts. I mean, not him because he's dead. Yeah, Lupin, but, Lupin didn't make it. But this is what I'm saying Tonks like, would have kept him medicine. Well, if there were no Tonks, if it was just Lupin after book three. And he had to run off. He can't teach anymore. He becomes an alcoholic instead of a werewolf, or maybe in addition to being a werewolf. And then he decided to solve mysteries. Then he becomes a gangster on Fargo. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Yeah. The the current season. You haven't seen it. I don't watch Fargo. It's messed up. They they lie to you. They lie. Every single beginning of Fargo, it says it's a true story and they've changed the names. That's a lie. You hope. <laughs> no, it's a lie. It is what pisses me off. It's like, I thought uh, the whole movie, I thought, really happened. Mm-hmm. It just changed the names for the protect the innocent, and blah, blah, blah. Order to do the same thing. No, they say it's not true. Okay. Mm-hmm. They say rip from the hairlines. They, they, but say it's not, you know, did not really happen. This says to protect the innocent. But you know what else said that? Megalodon. When Shark Week tried to pull off a Megalodon bullshit. And it was all Photoshop yeah, crap? Yes, but yeah. they did not post at the very beginning, in text, yes, they did. that this is a true story. Yes, they did. They did not. Yes, they did. On the Megalodon one. Not, I don't know about the other stuff. No, no, yeah. Fargo, they definitely did. Yeah. Like, at the beginning of it, they said, yeah. this is a true story. This happened. They give you a month, a year, a location. They say to protect... Google it. Well, no, that's how I fucking found out it didn't exist. I mean, a, I've, I Googled the Megalodon thing because they were putting it off like this happened and they gave a date and a time and a place. So it made it look super real. And I'm like, what the fuck? I would have heard about that. And then you go to Googling and it's like, 
Well, no, but this, this didn't is, happen. This, and it's total bullshit. This is something that's so innocuous, uh, Liz. I mean, it's a murder. Right. Their murders happen all the fucking time. Yeah. So why would you lie about it? Why would you put Maybe this that's up part there? Of the th- intrigue. It, well, nobody fucking knew it was a lie. I mean, oh, it was just, it was, it's just bullshit. I, guess it, I never saw Fargo as a true crime story. So. Well, it says at the beginning, it's true. Why would you not think it's true? I guess I'd never like they it. didn't say inspired by a true story. It said these events took place mm-hmm. this and to protect the innocent. We have changed the name of the victims to respect the dead. We have kept the names of the perpetrators. Like honest to God, the beginning of the movie, the beginning of all of the students, I thought they were going through digging through true crime shit, finding these stories, writing a screenplay around it, and it was a lie, and it really pisses me off. and it would take less time. Yeah, it would take less time because you could find much more just, fucked up. I thought you could find more fucked up shit. When I was watching the, the right when I was watching the first season, I was like, I thought I remember a story about a dentist, and <laughs> and I, like I could, I was trying to think of like all of my <laughs> true crime thing, and I was like, Kimmy Schmidt is a more relatable story yeah because that was based on true stuff ish at least though i mean now i I still like fargo but i'm really mad about that like honestly just don't lie to us because it was fun enough story as it was all right phil my recommendation is not fargo this week at some point we need to come up with like a rating system like not a stars because everybody does i know no you know what everybody does they do a this many of something that happens in the movie because almost every single movie review thing I hear them say, I give this five. So if it's uh, let's say basketball, they would be basketball. What the fuck's a basketball? You never seen that movie? No. All right. Well, okay. They would say five basketballs or something, but, mm-hmm. or, um, or the Milwaukee beers, they would say five Milwaukee beers if they wanted a five out of five, because the Milwaukee beers was a baseball, a basketball team on basketball. So, I know not. Okay. okay. And so, like, it cutaways does this. They'll say, I give it, you know. Well, yeah, I've heard some of our other. But, 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 but dumpster yeah. fire versus the. Oh, yeah. And slippers and knee pads. And slippers and, and knee pads. Like but most of the time I hear on my movie review ones mm-hmm. is they give it a thing and then they just name something in it as mm-hmm. a, instead of a star. Something, something iconic, an iconic image. So, you know. Wizard uh, staff? I don't know. I he don't, does I, have I, a staff. I don't know. And a sword. Yeah, he he's got a he's bunch. Gandalf, but the, the full length leather trench coats. <laughs> I give du- this three. It's a, it's a duster. I give so this. That makes uh, it even yeah, that much yeah. here. I give uh, this three out of five man bags. <laughs> I don't know what it is. <laughs> I give it two fat cats. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think it's more of a four. I, think I gave this book a three when I read it because I finished it. I, that's kind of my baseline. Uh-huh rating if i actually finish the book i you know what i'm gonna give it a four i liked it enough to read i i didn't like it as much as some of my other fantasies which i like uh charlotte uh, uh charlene harris for the Suki stackhouse mm-hmm. novel she did those and so those are fantasy and you know absurd and awesome. I, I yeah and i like them a lot better than i liked this but i don't think this is it's no three and maybe i'll go four yeah, I, I'm I'm around a three ish. Yeah, the three is so, generous. 
So, but because again, I just found, we, it, I found it just a little bit too predictable. Yeah. Well, and I'm wondering if he's going to develop his world a little bit more, mm-hmm. uh, like Marconi's in the second book as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but some re- recurring characters. So well, I'm excited to read it more. Would, it would grow more. And again, that's why I will read the second one to try to give it more than just a one book uh, oh, shot. Yeah. And especially the first book, because we read the first book of a series. I thought so. there were fun little tidbits here and there. And that's what I kind of liked about it. Like, um, because, you know, they control, uh, you know, wizards can control electricity. Like, things don't like to work around them I properly. Like, I was like, I don't use a cell phone because they don't work. Yeah, yeah. He barely uses electricity. Yeah, he all. has to use an, a car that's mostly mechanical and it still craps out all the yeah. time. You know, it's I mean, it's it's hilarious. I, th- I think little things like that are just were kind of fun. They kind of drew you in. They were kind of fun. And yeah. they I mean, they led to some. Hijinks, I guess. <laughs> Especially when his car Low broke jinx. down yeah, at the vampire's house. I know. It's like, um, can you call somebody? <laughs> <laughs> after after he'd already, yeah. uh, you know, attacked the yeah. vampires. So I think that this this series, I hope, is just going to continue to grow, and I'll probably end up enjoying them because I'll. I'll Maybe pre- people continue. have suggested it after they've read like the whole series. I don't know. Is it done? I don't know. It's been 17 years. Yeah. I don't I know. I think he's now writing on those other the, the other things? Yeah. Oh, you know what? Speaking of that, Charlene, Charlene Harris has a a mo- uh, TV show, another one that's coming out. It's called Midnight. Mm-hmm. And it's um, uh, apparently there's a book series called like Midnight Texas or maybe it's Midnight California. I don't know. It's the city's name Midnight. And it's kind of like a mystery thing. So I was... I. Um, I downloaded the first book, but I haven't read it. But it's like coming out on TV really soon. So I read some really entertaining chick lit lately that wasn't anything. It was total fluff. Yeah, I like I liked total it was fluff. Like total fluff romance, but not like the sex romance. Like just yeah. actual. Yeah. You know, I know that's sweet. what I like. Is I I don't need to I don't need to you know. So if I can remember the name of that, I'll I'll yeah. throw it out as a recommendation. But these were like the I think they're it's the By the Bay series by Susan Halter. It's like kissed by the bay, one last kiss, blah, blah, blah. Because they've got some sort of uh, legend that if you, you know, kiss someone under this stone, under on a blue moon by the bay at midnight or whatever, that will be your one true love and you'll live happy forever kind of thing. Hmm. So it's it's very interesting because it's always these ladies who like, I'm done with love. Fuck love. Yeah. Ah. And they don't want to have anything to do with it. And some remarkably handsome stranger comes through the smallest town in the world. And, you know, that kind and of thing. And then hijinks ensue, too. Hijinks ensue. That's and, my favorite. And there's always a, where you think they're going to break it off. And then, the, you know, it's like yeah. Paul can't stand watching or any series. I, I think we talked about this yeah. White Christmas. The first time I ever showed him White Christmas. We get three quarters of the way through the movie where Betty leaves Bob and runs off to the carousel club. And he's like, I hate this movie. And I'm like, really? Have you ever seen a movie? Like, you have no idea how a movie ends. So I know. She's coming back. Spoilers. <laughs> That's <laughs> the spoilers on every single one of them. They don't she's, come back. She's fucking Rosemary Clooney. She's, <laughs> she's, she's coming back. Draw. She's coming back. She's not, you know, yeah. So, so. all right. Well, um, that is a, our book club. It's really kind of a rambly book club. A little bit. Yeah. yeah. Didn't have a lot prepped. For well, this, there was but. also not a lot of source material. It was a really short book. Yeah. Um, 
and uh, unpredictable. So again, it's not yeah. like oh my gosh, plot twist. Like yeah, mm, but I I am interested in the series, and I'm going to continue to read it until they do something stupid. And you know, it can always happen. You know, who was it that we got so pissed off at? Oh, <laughs> what's her name? We got divergent lady. Yeah, Veronica the, Roth. yeah, Veronica Roth. We were so mad <laughs> during our podcast that we're we are just. We're, we're I'm still, still mad. mad. I'm still. I'm living. I, I refuse to watch the movies for Divergent. Yeah, I won't. Well, um, apparently, I read the books, and I'm. My sister's like, "Are you gonna watch the movies?" I was like, "No." No, because I'm not going to get in and get drawn in and get my fucking heart broken again. Apparently, they really seriously fucking changed that last one. They would have had to. You know, I'm not kidding. Like, um, uh, I even just saw the last five minutes because I was watching the next HBO film and it was like, what the fuck is (laughs) this? That's not what happened. And then, and then apparently that was supposed to be a split in two movie. Mm -hmm. And then they said, they just canceled. And then they just said, you know what? Maybe we'll just go straight to TV and do a TV series for the rest of them. But the T, the movie just tanked so bad because it was awful. Um, and they completely changed it. And I'm sorry, Veronica Roth, even if they, I didn't watch either one of them. So even if the studio got to your original script, it was still a piece of shit. So the book was a piece of shit. Yes. It wasn't going to get any so, better so from the, there. So the studio could have, you know, done whatever it is to fuck up your thing. But the only thing you could do is make it better. Mm-hmm. You know, anyway. <laughs> and then they were going to move it to TV. And then none of the players said they'd come back. And then they were said, okay, yeah. well, it's done. So, so they we're done. Then I'm done. It's kind of like I got the, uh, I bought the Lego or Paul bought for me the Lego Hobbit games because I'm a big fan of all the the Lego games. And I got through basically the second movie, you know, because they run the course of the movies. I got through the end of the second movie and then it just was done. Oh, no. They didn't like Warner Brothers didn't finance the third installment into the game. So the game is like. Two thirds of the way complete. So pretty much you end by letting small loose on the world. Like bum <laughs> sucks. Well, at least he'll be voiced by Benedict Cumberbatch and wander wander around entertaining this all. Sort of. Yeah. Except it's the Lego version, so he'll still be voiced by Sma- by Ken- Benedict Cumberbatch. Maybe. I don't I can't remember if he did or not. Probably. Anyway, um, we have not chosen our next book club, so... Yeah, so send some suggestions in. I'm thinking that um, The Name of the Wind group, or the, is that the King Killer Chronicles? I would like to read another uh, female author, though. Send us some of your favorite female authors and their favorite book that you've done, because we have not covered nearly yeah. enough in the way of female authors in our book club. Yeah, that's a very good point. Which is a pretty shit thing for us, because we are, in fact, they're nerdy bitches. Yeah. Well, they don't get book deals because they're women. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't we just talk about that on the last episode? Yeah, we talked about it recently. Anyway, um, ooh, whatever. Um, I, I'm, I'm interested. Send us some book ideas. We're, there's, we're, there's a lot of good. Uh, we also have a local um, writer that was on one of our other friends' podcasts. That I we have could a friend that has a series uh-huh. um, that she has written and published. So we okay, might yeah, actually be able do to her. do her book and even possibly get her on the show, on the show via Skype. If we yeah. can do that. Cause she lives in Kansas, I think, but hmm. with the supernatural crew, actually. Yeah. <laughs> well, her books are supernaturally. So there are, uh, cops and superhumans. Hmm. So, or the cop is a superhuman or something. Ah, all right. So 
All right. But so there's also some a little bit of romance, a little bit of suspense, <laughs> a little bit of government espionage. There's a lot of stuff going on. So all right. Okay. So um, send suggestions. Yep. Uh, and uh, we'll talk to you next time. I guess. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Music provided by www.bensound.com and please email feedback to contact us at nerdybitches.com. Don't you tell anyone.